It is 12 to 6. Well, the government is taking legal action against Canadian officials over what they're calling unfair dairy exports. New Zealand is said to have lost around $70 million. That's over the past two years due to Canada not meeting its agreement within the CPTPP and tariff rate quotas. So essentially they're playing hardball, right, on what's going into the country and that's costing us. Well, Andrew Hoggard is the Federated Farmers National President. He is with us now. Morning to you, Andrew. Good morning, Kate. What have Canada and New Zealand actually agreed to here? Um, so the Canadians have agreed to a certain amount of um, dairy products that a piddly amount, really, um, under that agreement that um, would get you know access at uh, reduced tariffs, uh, so a quota of that. And basically what's happened in real simple terms is the Canadians sort of have given the control of that over to their processes um, who have very little um, interest in importing uh, the opposition products. And so the quota barely ever gets filled. Um, about 9% is my understanding of what's filled. Um, and so the retailers and other sort of food processes over there um, don't really get a look in um, but just because of how uh, Canada's dairy market is you know, really tight and it's, a, yeah, it's kind of like the North Korea of the dairy world, really. Wow. Uh, allegedly, Jacinda's not happy, but she is BFFs with Trudeau. So, I mean, how much impact could she have in convincing Canada to step it up for us? Um, it's really hard. I mean, they're very protective of their supply management system in dairy. Um, and so they've got quite a bit of political clout over that. Um, it's funny because other aspects of the Canadian agricultural system they're very much free traders like New Zealand and fully believe it. It's just in dairy, um, they're extremely protectionist. By taking legal action then, what will this do to the New Zealand-Canada relationship? Um, I don't know. I don't think it's, um, you know, it's sort of one of those things, you know, what happens on the field stays on the field. Um, I assume, you know, things will carry, you know, it's sort of what, Countries do have little squabbles over small aspects of trade. Like mm. I said, other aspects of their uh, agricultural sector are very much aligned with New Zealand. I uh, recently signed a joint letter with one of their agricultural organisations on opening up free trade. So, yeah, it's, it's just in this dairy space that they're extremely protectionist. What a pain. What about our farmers? How concerned are they? How big is the impact for them? Uh, well, as I said, it's a really... You know, it's 70 million is nothing to be sneezed at, of course. Um, but, you know, it's been a market that we haven't really had much in the way of access to. We'd like to get access to it. Um, uh, yeah, it would be nice if we had more markets that were open to us that we could trade in, um, reduce the reliance on, um, you know, a smaller number of countries. Uh, yeah, ha having options is always a good thing. Shame Jacinda didn't raise it when she was having her little... Tete-a-tete -tete on the private jet with uh, Justin Trudeau the other day. Hey, while I've still got you, Andrew, what are your yep. thoughts on this farm near Napier being bought by an Austrian company turned into forestry? Um, I mean, this is just goes to show the whole problem we've got at the moment with our ETS system. It's, you know, it's not a climate solution. It's, it's an accounting solution is what's happening here. You know, these people are going to buy this, potentially buy this farm, plant it all in trees, uh, clip the ticket for 30 years, uh, at which point, you know, these trees are mature. They're not sequestering carbon anymore. Um, they walk away, job done. They're, they've ticked their little corporate box. 
for sustainability, um, and yeah, nothing really changes. Um, it, it's just a tragedy because you know I just worry the fact that we're going to be in 30 years' time, we're just going to have all these rotting um, pine forests all over the country where there used to be productive farmland, and at which point, you know, the whole yeah, we've got to start the cycle again and plant more trees to do more offsets unless we actually tackle the real problem, which is reducing CO2. So true. I, I worry about exactly the same thing, Andrew, that 30-year cycle. You're so right. Thanks so much for being with us, Andrew Hoggard.